Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Ready to strike. Ready to strike. Ready to strike. Watch when the viper strikes. Watch how the viper strikes. Feel that bite to change your life. Can't be wrong when it feels so right. Now pay that price. You see the truth won't be tainted. We gotta tie up our laces. I hear the crowd see the faces. We can't be less than a minute. NFL Big Gets and Big Takes. Presented by Bruno's Pizza. Your number one source for XFL news and stats. Number one. Number one. The most listened to podcast at Beef O'Brady's. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's see, last week, week four, start with the last week's games. Yeah, we can start there. All right, week four, we had uh, Saturday at 2 p.m. was L.A. versus New York. We all pretty much got this one wrong. <laughs> we all predicted L.A. to win. We all went for L.A. and they got smoked. Kyle picked it right, but he's not here. I didn't pick L.A. No. Well, you didn't and pick I didn't pick the Guardians either. Well, you, you only picked one. Yeah. I, you know, Damn right. I picked what I, I picked what I know. Did you pick the right one? What were the, what were the score I did. Um, predictions? We had, uh, I had 23-21 L.A. Uh, you had 21-12. Kyle was way off, but he picked the right team. And then L.J. was 27-18. Wrong team. And the final score was 17-14 New York to L.A.? Yeah. Um, what about that game? Uh, New York started a new quarterback instead of Matt McGloin, who's just toxic to the team anyway. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, yes, I love this boy. shot of Matt McGloin. Up he stuck it up at Penn State. Oh, yeah. Uh, their, their starting quarterback played in the AAF last year and then also moonlighted as a professional bowler. Oh, yeah, he's the bowler. That's awesome. That's <laughs> yep. It was his first XFL start. Um, I don't know. New York looked pretty good. The running game was decent. Uh, Luis Perez, the quarterback, was pretty accurate for the most part. Did you notice that the two teams that have like a defensive like name, defenders and guardians, only win at home? They got to defend their home territory. Yeah, they they both are two zero and two on the road and two and zero. They're not great. Very weird on the offense. They're not great. They're named that for a reason. But that was a game that none of us were super interested about anyway. No, none of us are fans of those teams. They both stank. Josh Johnson still had a pretty good game. Uh, he went 25 and 40 with 325 yards. Uh, he had one interception, but he did have two touchdowns for both of LA's scores. <coughs> Wonder what happened then. Uh, well, I didn't get to catch it. I didn't catch his game. Uh, they just couldn't convert after getting touchdowns, and they went for two field goals. One was blocked. Oh, yeah, and one right. was just whipped short. Uh, so really, New York's kicker won it for him. But Luis Perez looked good. I'm kind of excited to see where he goes from here. How about that uh, 
that lateral play at the end of the game with like six forward passes in it. Bush league at best. It's yeah. <laughs> embarrassing. Alright. Um, anything more about that or should we move on to Seattle versus St. Louis? What would you have done? Not that. I know there's allowed to be two forward passes but there's like six on that play. No, you can't do it on a... It has to be behind the, yeah, the behind line of scrimmage the and they were doing it all over the field. Yeah. <laughs> Just not a so, so the uh, Saturday game, night game, was St. Louis hosting Seattle. St. Louis is also a great home team. Took one on the road, two and zero at home. Best fans in the league. Oh, best fans in the league for sure. The biggest showing for fans. Uh, Jordan Tamu. Uh, again, is on a tear. He won Offensive Player of the Week this week. Uh, he was twenty. Of, yep, he was twenty of twenty-seven. Yeah, we got sidetracked. Oh, it's all good. <laughs> but Seattle kind of kind of hung in there a little bit. They did. Closer game than expected. Their defense isn't bad. Um, Brandon Silver's at quarterback really isn't worth a whole lot. I know he was good at Troy, but he's not good in a semi-professional league, let alone professional. When they switched to B.J. Daniels, they really started to kind of take off on offense. Their defense kept them in the game, though, I think. Yeah, they were tough. That was the game, and this is where I wanted to make my apology, sort of, about female referees. There was a play in the first quarter. We were watching it. And it was hilarious how it was, how they reacted. But the, the ball was on the turf, basically. The guy caught it. But the female ref said, oh, he caught it. But then the two dude refs came in and go, are you, are you sure? They're like, and the, ref, the female was like, no, no, he caught it. And they're like, nah. And they just basically blew off her, her call. And then she was standing there like, what the hell? As of course they should have. Yeah, I mean, they're going to listen to like, That's course. what my problem was with the female refs at the beginning of the who the hell's going to listen to a female ref? Yeah, not me. And apparently the male refs didn't at all. Waved off her call. And then when they showed the replay, it looked like she might have actually been right. So minor apology. That being said, she was only the fourth best looking female ref in the league. <laughs> Number four ranking. Yeah. No, I don't know. I, 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 haven't, I haven't compared them yet. How many female refs are there? I don't know. There's an article they wrote about it. I could be wrong, but from what I saw, each ref team has to have at least one female ref on it. Yeah. Hey, what about this one right here? That's too many. Uh, week one, a Dallas versus St. Louis game. Pretty good looking. Nah, not so much. <laughs> nah, I, don't, I didn't see the first response. I guess we can skip the, uh, the judging. They, do they have a now. roster of the female refs? There's one per crew. Yeah. I, I think they have I think they have more than four crews, even though there's usually four. Uh, yeah, no, it's like a it's like a racist thing. But uh, yeah, we'll continue about St. Louis Seattle. A real quick interesting fact about this game is both of the leading rushers on each team were the quarterbacks. Um, well, played really well. We watched that. Yep. BJ Daniels had 84 yards rushing, and Jordan Tamu had 63 yards rushing. So it comes up, okay, so on it, you want all that on the side? Yeah, that was, uh, or do you want an additional side? No, I can't. I, 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 I think I took some notes. But. Jordan Tamu, when he had the ball in his hand, and I was 
I'm a, I'm a St. Louis fan, but he just looked like he was in control of the game from step yeah, one. He did. And I think he. I think he's the best quarterback in the league right now. I know that the rest of the Houston guy is. I, I think he is, but PJ Walker is definitely. I think, I think a lot of P.J. Walker's plays are based on... I mean, that's, that's a big get for me right now. That, yeah. That Tom is better than I, P.J. Walker. I think they're so on the same level. P.J. just lucky. Yeah, it's close. I he's think not just lucky. On, he's probably the second best. I think they're about the same, lucky. but a lot of Walker's pass more lucky. I bet if you look so at this stat, he looks better. teams that were playing against Houston have the most pass interference. Like, Houston... Has the most pass interference calls that they benefit from. Really? That's my that's my guess. Ooh, conspiracy pick? Conspiracy pick? Wait, no, this this is. Yeah, so and, and XML I mean, conspiracy. That's a, big, that's a big conspiracy. That's a big. It's a big take. Well, I'm not saying. See, this. but that's related. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's related. Maybe the female okay. refs love this guy. Mm-hmm. Is he a good-looking dude? I don't know. I haven't seen him with a seven off. He Maybe he's a handsome fellow. Oh, that's the one he's calling the passing appearances? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I'm sure he does. Right. So you think that the better-looking quarterbacks in the XFL get more passing appearances than their favorite? Exactly. Right. Uh, yeah. Hot take. That is, that is a, no, that's a big take. I don't even know if he's a, a good-looking dude. I haven't seen him with his helmet off. <laughs> And I wouldn't be able to tell anything. Yeah, of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> All right, so the next game. Okay, so after the next, the Sunday games were what we thought was the game of the week, and it turned out to be pretty good. Houston-Dallas. That was an interesting one because Houston was expected to win, but the way that Dallas played, you would have expected a bigger victory from Houston. They had three interceptions in the first quarter, plus Landry Jones fumbled. For a, a, a touchdown, recovered for a touchdown. So, now what I think is amazing is that the Dallas Renegades had five turnovers in this game and still only lost by six points. Exactly. To Houston, who's supposed to be the best team yeah. in the league. So honestly, in this game, and they it threw like Landry Jones is the reason why they lost because he get he was part. He was of, awful. Yeah, he gave up four turnovers. I didn't see the stats. Three, three interceptions interception. in the first quarter. First quarter plus a fumble. Looking for PJ Walker. PJ Walker had. Uh, he had two touchdowns and one interception. One interception. He had What's, a pretty average game for. Plus him, the uh, didn't the other guy throw an interception too? The guy that replaced Landry. Philip Nelson right at the end of the game. Er, yeah, bounced off the receiver's hands. It did. They didn't. They didn't even count it as an interception. In the stats. Maybe it, it was totally an interception. They counted oh, as a fumble, fumble, I believe. Because, was it a backwards pass? Might have been. Like, I think they it was like counted a wide it as a fumble screen. to see, like, had it, had possession. Because it, it was a wide receiver screen. I don't think he had possession. I think but, it must have been behind the line of scrimmage. But there, any, like anyways, that. five turnovers, like you said. That's insane. Five That's turnovers. Lot of turnovers. But that would still be in the game? Yeah, yeah. they were in it until that play. That, I mean, that, that, that last one was, there were, is what decided That would have tied the game, and it was either, like, a two-yard line. Because if he did catch that and I could be able to get in, they would have, it would have possibly won it overtime. No. And that would have been the first time we've seen that. Still excited to see it overtime. It was 27-20, so they would have had to convert on the extra point. I don't think we're going to see it overtime. What are the uh, overtime rules? Do you know what? It's like a shootout. It's like a hockey shootout, I think. Each team has one play. Three on three? Yeah. I don't know about that, but each team has like one play from a certain yard line. I don't know which one. We should probably know these rules if we're going to be official. 
Because the official XFL podcast kind of stinks. He was right. I listened to a little bit of it today. Not oh. that good. Are you talking? Are we starting some beef? Oh, I'll start some beef. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What do you got to say? i start say some it. Kobe beef. They, they, one of the ones I was listening to, not that this is the XFL. That's what I listened to. Okay. They're kind of, kind of, both of those guys are kind of lame. Yeah. And then each XFL podcast I've listened to wants to pronounce the New York Guardians name like like the New York Guardians or the New York Gaddians. Like, you're trying too hard. Yeah. You're trying too hard. Yeah. Right. East Coast guy, but... It's very unnecessary. Speak right, damn it. Yeah. Not reasonable. Exactly. That's all I really got to say about that. So, <laughs> it's really DC's annoying. Real, that was, man, that was really rough. I know. I really real, real surprise was Tampa, D.C. Huge surprise. win. Crushed. Crushed them. 25 nothing. First win in over the show. Yeah. yeah. Cardell Jones the had 72 up. yards passing was what for what? Terrible. Uh, he was he played shitty. He was he had yeah, seventy two yards passing, nine for twenty two and one interception. Um, last week we talked about how he might come back because he's never lost before. I don't think he can handle losing. Yeah, I don't I agree. He can't. I think he's just gonna keep continuing to fail. And to, he's gotta get a win under his belt to know that he can come back. When I was watching the game, he was bl- like he was blaming his receivers. He was blaming his teammates, which, for the most part, he was right, but if you're going to be a team leader like that, you, you have to... He had a couple guys for slide over the field that he missed. Like behind the secondary. Exactly. He's never going to bounce back if he continues to blame everyone else but himself. He has to lead, he has to rise above it, and he has to recover from... I bet I can guess what he does, blocks. you know, in his search histories. Like, I can... <laughs> Tampa Tampa held BC to under 150 yards total. And there was a sound sound bite from the game where Cardell Jones was saying he was saying something about I think his backup. He's like, he can't start, he can't start, and I believe they put Cardell Jones right back out there and he threw an interception on the very next play. Mm-hmm. Um, which is not a good other look. Players, yeah, talking about how other players aren't ready. They're not ready, you know, they, they can't play in this league or whatever. And, that may or may not be true, but if you're the leader of the team, man, you have to you have to build your, your players. Hundred percent. Who's worse, him or uh, Matt McGloin? I can play uh, Matt McGloin's a bigger bitch. That's for sure. I think <laughs> yeah. Matt McGloin's given up. So, like, from a uh, morale standpoint, maybe him, but like for his team, if Cardell Jones keeps trying to stay in, that's going to just take the DC defenders just even further down. Now they are playing. Well, I guess we'll talk about the upcoming games. Um, but yeah, I was stoked about that. Now Tampa is leading the league in overall yardage and defense. Defensive yards against. They're still, they're they're one and three, but still leading in defensive yards. And they had the They had a, another stat was they had two, um, three players have more offensive yards than the entire DC team. If you count passing yards, the quarterback had like 200 some yards, and then they had two running backs that rushed for over 100, have 115 and 107 or something like 122 that. 122 and 108. Yeah, and, and then the entire the DC defenders scored had like 102 yards offense. Not really. 100, 150 yards total, not uh, including well sacks and penalties. So yeah, 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 you're right. Yeah, but or maybe that includes does that include kickoff returns? Or? Uh, it does not. 
It but, does not. Yeah, they were terrible. Oh, just awful. The defenders are terrible. So I'm wondering how that's going to work out next week when when they defend again because they are two and zero at home. I'm still yeah. I'm not giving up on the defenders. I think they're still a decent team. I really do think that Cardale has to learn how to lead, learn how to recover from a loss. If he can do that and bounce back, he's a good player. He, he makes he makes good decisions. So I think, yeah, I think that if he can bounce back, he's going to be fine. But if he goes a third week, you know, might be over for they started off as America's team and now they're just yeah now they stink. they might be the worst in the league right now we're gonna um, speaking of that you wanna talk about the power rankings what do we got do you have a you the real ones or just yours uh, I have mine I can pull up the real ones I'll pull them up alright go ahead with yours uh, so uh, my power, power ranking guy yeah and I think mine are probably gonna fall right in line uh, I got Houston at number one obviously St. Louis at number two. Uh, Dallas at number three with a good showing in Houston. Uh, a surprise is New York at number four, only because they were able to pull it off against L.A. and they got Luis Perez leading the helm now. Seattle is a, a solid five. They haven't really done anything crazy, but they've kept all of their games close. I have Tampa at six with their blowout over D.C. kind of solidifying that. L.A. with their loss at New York has dropped to seven. And D.C., even though they're 2-2 two and two with better records in Tampa and L.A., are at 8 because they just haven't shown any heart in these past few weeks. So that, that varies from the Ooh. official. Ooh. How do you quantify heart? <laughs> they just look like they've given up these past two weeks. They didn't do well um, against L.A., who hadn't won a game until they played D.C., and then Tampa, who hadn't won a game until they played them, uh, just blew them out. It might have been one of the biggest blowouts this season. That's got to be a big percentage of your rankings to have the defenders below the Guardians. Like, that far I know. below. Like I know. That surprises me. I know. Well, okay, so the official rankings, we got Houston number one, obviously. Battlehawks number two, obviously. They have Tampa Bay at number three. At one and three. They really, really want it. They love Tampa Bay. Yeah, they want it to happen. So. Um, and then uh, DC4. LA five, Dallas six. They got Dallas at six, which I don't agree with. I think they're way better team than that. Not even one. At four, after DC got shut down completely. Yeah, they moved the Renegades below. One Renegades lost two games, only by a touchdown both games they lost. Yeah, I disagree with this. I think whoever's writing those power rankings was. This is from CBS. I don't know if it's. They they weren't in their right mind. Yeah. Who's that writer? What's his name? Cody Benjamin. Cody Benjamin needs to be institutionalized. That's at Cody J. Benjamin. Absolutely insane. On Twitter. I'm going to get on there and talk shit to this guy. No, I want to. <laughs> no, you know what? I can't. He, he put the Vipers at three. You can. You, you can. Know, huge oh, fan. Oh, I'll add. I got it. I'll add. Or, or whatever. <laughs> I got it. I'm, I, have, I have beef with him. Oh, for sure. <laughs> As of this week. Um, how about the... The, the coronavirus in the XFL. Oh, yes. Someone wasn't wearing their helmet. <laughs> See, someone was not wearing their helmet. So, yeah, uh, employee at the Seattle, or for the Seattle Dragons, was confirmed to have the coronavirus. They said it was not an issue. However, it is an issue. could it be? Okay, start the clock. 
<laughs> Two minute conspiracy. Point. All right, All right here on. you go. I'll give you three. Ladle the gravy. Okay, I don't really have any. I don't know. Yeah. Two. You got something, Derek? <laughs> I, I mean, you look at you look at Drudge Report, and every like, it's all just straight up fear porn. Everything is uh, tensions rise on this, and and so and so is closing this down and closing that down. The, the funniest one I saw headline I saw was. <laughs> the funniest. The funniest headline I saw was tensions tensions rise in the United States as the death toll climbs to nine. <laughs> nine. Did you see the uh, the graphic? Nine. nine people. On Fox News, they had a graphic of the United States, and they said they had each state a different color, and it said like one to five people infected like was the lowest, and then it was like up to like fifty plus, then like three hundred people infected. It was like that. The darkest color was red, and they said, "Check out this map." And the first five things it said, "150 plus is this color red, like 50 to 150 is this color red," and then they were all the same color red. So they were just making it seem like, "Oh my God, look at this entire map that's infected." It was, it's hard to describe that. Right? If anybody wants to look that up, it was a Fox News infographic. Yeah. So it's obviously like them trying to like say, so oh, look how scary it is. This I mean, is. no one knows for sure whether, you know, because you can't trust the Chinese government to give out, you know, reputable information. Oh, right. The, uh, you can't trust the, the U.S. media to give out. Oh, yeah. Or the Chinese government. The Chinese are pretty poor. But, yeah, no, it's, it's, <laughs> honestly, it's, it seems like it's so blown out of proportion, you know. We'll get in the conspiracy minute. Two minutes. Oh no, I'm getting you in. But you got a full minute. Because All right, here's here's my big my big get of, of, of the, the thing. Uh, whether or not the coronavirus thing is real or is actually deadly or not, the media, the, the Prometheans in the uh, in the United States are using it to try to tank the economy so that uh, Biden will have a better chance. Uh, in, in November, because if Trump has an awesome economy going into November, it's going to be a landslide no matter what. They tank the economy, the economy does, does poorly, people are scared, they sell off all their stocks, and people are living in fear. I mean, fear is, fear, fear is the mind killer, right? So that's the real coronavirus is, is fear. Real quick, 15 seconds. Do you think the coronavirus will stop fans from going to games in Seattle for the time being? No, 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 not Seattle. no. I no. Too many. I don't think the fear's got Other Washington State teams are banning fans from their 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 games. <laughs> so, yeah, it's Seattle. Just food for thought. Food for thought. Well, Bill Gates is, Bill Gates lives there and he's the main vaccine guy. That's so. right. <laughs> yeah. He knows about illnesses. <laughs> Alright, so Alright, enough with that. <laughs> it was like good timing. We're the we're Vipers, uh this week's Vipers because of how awesome they did. They're the team of the week? Team of the week, so intro song is the Vipers. Uh oh, Taylor Cornelius versus Aaron Murray. Uh, thoughts? Um, I think I stick with Cornelius for now. I know Murray was the guy. He's only had one shot, one game. Not, I mean, he had a shitty game, but that happens. Especially if you haven't played for a while. I think he was out of any yeah. kind of football for like I a year. I think Aaron Murray is more interested in becoming like a, a commentator than a quarterback. Maybe. He does like talk. 
Oh, and he's got his own. He's got like a radio show. Oh, really? I didn't know yeah, that. I didn't know that. Yeah, they were interviewing him on the sideline, and he was talking, you know, exactly how you would expect every radio, sports radio or sideline commentator to to, to speak. His diction was, you know, his cadence was like that. I think that's what he's setting himself up for. Oh, could be. Both jobs aren't that bad. But uh, Cornelius, I like because he's not—he's not like massively athletic at all. Though. But he, once he gets outside the pocket, he's got some speed. He's got long legs. Yeah, that's Yeah. Plus, he's like six five or whatever. I don't know. He's tall. How many Rogans is that? Um, I don't even know if he's 6'5", which would be like 25 Rogans. <laughs> but, yeah, so we'll, we'll go and do the poem. You're the poem guy, man. You but, are the poem guy. I gotta, I gotta bring up the poem. Me, <laughs> Shit, there's poems in this? Each XFL team, for those uninitiated, has their own poem, which can be found on the XFL apparel shop underneath anything you choose. That's right. It's kind of weird. sweet. I'm into that. Oh, you got it? Alright. So, who's gonna do the finger snaps? We gotta get oh, we the, the snaps. I, I can't snap. It's My okay. You don't snap. You read. You snap. Right, Just snap. let us know. Alright. Snap loud. I got chicken grease, too. Okay. Start it. Alright, here we go. In the shadows, they wait. Demons, born in darkness. Hunters, by instinct. Cold blooded by nature. Their bite, unavoidable. Their grip, inescapable. They slither and stalk their competition, luring all who challenge them into the jaws of defeat. The Tampa Bay Vipers, ready to strike, February 2020. I think that's the best poem yet. I don't know. It sounds like they might own a band. It might be a little biased. I might, I might just... Uh, just slightly bothered. That V on the side of your hat, kind of. I don't know. You read that. Throw, sounds like throw someone some, who owns a throw man. Some, uh, throw some vibes this way. You know. <laughs> Bernstein. Luring <laughs> all who challenge them into their van. Luring all. They are self-admitted demons. Oh, yeah. So. And at the beginning of this episode, uh, their theme song will be featured, yes? Yeah. Yes? Okay. okay. Did we do that with the last episode? Oh, yeah. Okay, cool, cool. That's why people tune in. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, in all of our silky smooth voices. For sure. For sure. For sure. Yes. Um, uh, so, you want to go to the week five preview? Do we got any more XFL news to discuss? It's news time. Real quick. So, Cardell Jones, uh, after game two, tweeted that he went and saw the, the, the Sonic movie. And they are now referring to this as the Sonic movie curse. <laughs> because he is 0-2 since going to see that movie and just he's thrown four or five interceptions since then. That's a big that's a big gap. Right that's been a really shitty movie. How bad can that be? I think it must be awful. I mean, if you're alive, you shouldn't go see this. Exactly. I feel worse after seeing Okay. He's not a good life choice. Okay. There are regrets there. I mean, a skinny Robotnik. What's up with that? That doesn't make any sense. Not in my world. Skinny legs, fat body. That's what it was. Exactly. Not skinny the whole way through. Insane. They probably watched the cartoons right as he played talking about Jim Carrey. 
Oh, I'm, I'm fine with that. We can do. We can afford no, another one. No, no, <laughs> only one. Only one a podcast. We don't want to more conspiracies. Overlady, overlady. Week five. Can I? Can I just plug one more thing oh, yeah, yeah. in before week five? Um, two things actually. I apologize. So the X Files trying to get more kickoff, kickoffs and punter turns going. Um, this season, ninety-one percent of the X Files kickoffs have been attempted to return it. Um, as compared to 44% from the NFL. So it seems like they're kind of succeeding in that goal, which is kind of exciting. I always thought kickoffs in the NFL prior to all these weird rules that they implemented were the most exciting play. Um, So that's fun. And then... Houston, this weekend, is selling upper-decker seats at their stadium for the first time. And then St. Louis is selling upper-decker seats in two weeks for the first time. And they actually sold out in 20 minutes for all of, all the seats that they made available. Is that so week seven? Game? Week seven, yep. So attendance at at least Houston's St. Louis are up, which where is does, exciting. Uh, where does Houston play? What stadium? I can't remember. Uh, give me two seconds. I think it's the, the college. I think it's the I believe you are correct. University. Uh, Houston University. Oh, okay. What is it? What do they see? Like thirty thousand or something? I will At get those numbers for it. Probably thirty three thousand. Thirty three point three. Yeah. So but that's a good deal. Yeah. Some of the markets are actually like um, <laughs> Tampa Bay didn't look good. The stadium didn't look good last week. No one there. No one there? New York Stadium doesn't look good. Not a lot of people there either. They're spoiled. These are what? They're, they're spoiled. Uh, what are they called? Markets. But Houston and uh, Houston, St. Louis are crushing. The Houston, St. Louis, and Seattle are the top three right now in that order. Because they don't add Those cities don't have their own like, professional teams. I mean, Houston does. They have so does Seattle. St. Louis, though, they lost the Rams. They're enjoying having a football team again. And their fans are insane. They are they are partying. They are, they are going crazy. I think it would be smart of the XFL to pursue middle, like mid-range markets. Like, go, go to... Right, exactly. Go to West Fort Wayne. Go to Columbus, Ohio. I actually have places they are pursuing right now. Milwaukee would be good. Yeah. Are one second. They're looking at Harrison, New Jersey, at the Red Bull Arena. No, they, why? Well, this is where this is where they're looking. Uh, they're looking at Gerald J. Ford Stadium in University Park, Texas. And they are looking at Los Angeles, California. I think that's a bust. They, there's too many professional teams there already. Yeah, way too many. Where do you guys think they should look? Because I know I, I've told a few people this several times. They're probably sick of hearing it. I think Portland deserves a semi-professional to professional football team. Okay. They have the Trailblazers. They have the Timbers. They do not have a football team. And I think they're ready for one. In the XFL, Portland's... There's too many hipsters in Portland. It's keep it weird. The it's XFL too violent. Weird. It's too violent. There are a bunch of pussies out there. There's a bunch of pussies out in Portland. They're they all can't too handle the violence. They're all too big to care. I've been there. They're, they're all, all too big to care. You're probably right. Yeah. You're probably right. 
I, I say uh, St. Louis is a is proof that the Midwest is ripe and ready for more football teams. I say any like city without a big like football in the area because mid major cities. Yeah, in major cities. If it's like a major city without a team of any sort, it's going to do well because people that live in that city want a team to back. <laughs> You throw you throw somewhere around Chicago, you know. You maybe give Gary Indiana. Uh, <laughs> you know, you have to lock your bikes, but you know it'll be fine. Then there's you have to lock the footballs. Yeah. <laughs> I think uh, yeah. I think I think somewhere Chicago area would probably be a good one. Um, I don't know about like breadbasket states like Nebraska. Nebraska would be good. They love their Alabama. They Alabama. Don't have football oh man, you get yeah, you get you get Alabama or Louisiana like any of those. Kicked out. Yeah. Do you have a car now? I'm not gonna sit over there by myself. You gotta go out there with it. Wait, Cassie kicked you out? Yeah. Uh-oh. You're the only one allowed in there. You're under 21. Ah, <laughs> uh, you're allowed in there too. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hot take, kind of. Akron, yeah, Ohio could guy. do better football-wise than Cincinnati or Cleveland right now. Ooh, that is a big take. Ohio Dude, has the big highest big. viewership of the XFL right that now. That's true. And I think I that's that. because they're sick of the Browns and they're sick of the Bengals and they want a team that's they, exciting. They want a winner. Oh, yeah. They, they want something that isn't we're going to lose every year yeah. all the time. Ohio is an awesome state. <laughs> They've got the Ohio State Buckeyes. Oh, sure. Is, that's the only winning team, really, consistently winning team in the whole in the whole state. And Ohio's, I mean, it's a big state. There's a lot of people there. The Browns stank. The Bengals stank. The Indians are good once every ten to twenty years. The Reds stank. Yeah, that was the Cavs have cheating. the only championship in the past like sixty right, years. Right, but they bought yeah. that. <laughs> you get LeBron, it's gonna happen. Yeah. Exactly. They're used to losers. They want a winner, and they want a winner in something exciting. That's right. That's right. They're used to winning with the Ohio State Buckeyes. They want to expand that into a professional league. Yep. We'll see if it happens. I hope it does. I hope so, too. I think Ohio could definitely support an Plus, then I can go Kaka over in Ohio. It'll be great. It would be great. Although, if Ohio got a team, you might switch. I might jump ship, man. I picked, I picked the Battle Hawks because they're the only Midwest team. Fair enough. And they will always have a piece of my heart. But if Ohio got a team or Indiana got a team, I mean, that's... That's that's where I have to go. I mean, I'm definitely a I'm Vipers for life. Battlehawks for life here. I bought the hair. I'm Battlehawks for life too. Totally. 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 Alright, so do you want to start with the sure. the picks real quick? Yeah, yeah. So week five, we got two o'clock game. Over under six. Minus twelve and a half, Houston over Seattle. Wow. Minus twelve and a half. That's a big. That's a big. That is. Especially because Seattle, like you said earlier, their defense isn't bad. Right. They're always. They're always keeping. So I was thinking about this earlier today. I think Houston is due for a loss. They're four and zero. Yep. I know Seattle's one and three. 
But they, I think they found their quarterback in B.J. Daniels, and their defense isn't awful. So I, th- I think Seattle pulls it out, and they win 23-17. to I think P.J. Walker does well, but does not carry his team to the win. So, for me, you know how I am not on the P.J. Walker bandwagon at all. I just don't think Seattle has an offense to match, though. Like, I want to, I want Houston to lose, but I just I don't think it's going to happen this week. They're not going to go undefeated, though. They've, had, they've barely squeaked by the Vipers, who were 0-3 at the time. And then they, did, they, they had five turnovers against – or they – um, Dallas had five, or who was it? Dallas had five turnovers last week and barely lost to Houston. And that's where I'm coming from. The yeah. Hawks don't play Houston again. You know, the only team that's really yeah. Yeah, I guess I started arguing against my uh, initial pick, but <laughs> all these points. I don't know. Like I, I guess I didn't watch the game. You had that, the Seattle quarterback, the new guy, right? B.J. Daniels. Yeah, he's solid. So well, and he's he's a very good RPO. He ran for 87 yards. He threw for 100 on 10 pass attempts. So I, I think he can pull it. I think uh, if any game's gonna be an upset this week. This one might be, might be it's the biggest spread too. But I'll, I'll go with, uh, I'll go with Houston, uh, twenty nine, Seattle twenty two. Ooh, I like that. I like it, but I think, I think I'm right. <laughs> I obviously don't care. So, uh, <laughs> oh yeah, you don't pick those games. No, I only pick the game that matters. Exactly. Yeah. So New York and Dallas was the next game at five o'clock, minus seven and a half Dallas. 37.5 over. Under. What was it? What's, it? What's the over under? 37 and a half, which is lower than Seattle Houston, which is 46. It's the lowest over under. I think New York's found their quarterback in Luis Perez. Matt McGloin's garbage. Um, and Dallas doesn't have Larry Jones, even though he played like hot trash last game. Um, but they have a run game still. New York has a run game as well. I think the Guardians' defense might be better than Dallas's. I think New York pulls out their third win in a close one, 24-22. I think Luis Perez probably throws for 250 yards. See, for me, Dallas has a... Uh... Yeah, Lancey Jones is there, but they're, they're back at quarterback. He played week one, right? Yes, and uh, before he was the quarterback for the Dallas Renegades, he was an Instagram model. So he was an Instagram model, that's don't right. Don't rule him out, I guess. Uh, I still... That does, that's going to help your team. Like, almost. Well, Luis Perez, was a, he was a bowler. So you got an Instagram model versus a bowler. So take your pick. Well, Dallas, Dallas is minus seven and a half. I think that's way too much. I almost want to pick Dallas, but I got to go against you. I'm gonna say, or I want to almost want to pick New York. I mean, but Dallas, 21, New York, 20. Mm. Yeah, I'm gonna go. Yeah, 20. Mm. Just throwing out numbers here. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, one's an influencer. All right. Oh, Ralph got something to say about that. No, oh, we need your oh, yeah. opinion. Here we go. Yeah, Ralph is here. My opinion. Here, oh yeah, you gotta talk into the into a You don't have to go right there, but Jones ain't playing no more because the automatic turnover machine. <laughs> That's it. That's all, right. all I gotta say about that. Ralph, 
That's some lettuce. But still, Ralph's hot. You don't eat Ralph's big take. All right, so the Sunday game, St. Louis and DC. Go. This is your game, dude. St. Louis at DC. St. Louis. St. Louis is favored by four and a half on the road. DC has yet to lose at home. I, I do think that the Battlehawks are going to win. Uh, I think that oh, Cardell Jones is going to bounce back this week. I, 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 because you're a homer. He's going to be a winner. You guys have you know, he wants to be a winner. Do you guys have white Russians? Yeah. I'm not going to lie about that. I'm a big, big bucket. So who are you going with? I'm obviously going with the Battlehawks. I, I think it's going to be a close game. I don't think the, the uh, defenders are going to get shut out again, especially not at home. Um, I'm going to go, we'll go uh, Battlehawks. 29. We'll go Defenders. 29. Didn't you just say it was going to be close? That's close in the end. Defenders the past two weeks, that's close. 11. I think I think Jordan Tamu. I know PJ Walker's playing well, but I think he just Jordan Tamu continues his streak. Cardell Jones cannot win anymore. He's lost his first game. He's lost his second game. So you're, 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 you're done chaining. Uh, uh, you convinced me last week, not this week. Uh, I know the defenders defend at home, but I have the uh, St. Louis Battlehawks, not, not quite as far as you, but uh, 28 to 17. Okay, this is my uh, upset of the week, I think. Ooh. I'm going to... DC is awesome at home. <laughs> St. Louis is good, but... I, I don't know. I just, I'm just feeling DC in this one. I think, I think Cardio Jones will come back. And uh, Tommy might have an off day. I don't, I'm not feeling Tom this week. I'll go, I'll go DC uh, 19, Seattle 15. How about that? Seattle. Or St. Louis. <laughs> That's what I did last week. You're fine. St. Louis 15. Um, Tampa Bay at LA. This one scares me a little bit as a Vipers fan. I think uh, LA coming off a, a road loss last week. They also play well at home. Yeah. I don't know. Like LA is is they're a they're the wild cats, but they're a wild card. Yeah. You don't know. What, yeah. That's a hot take. Thank you. Or big take. Good take. Yeah. Get that. Get that. Right. So. But uh, yeah, I I don't know. I think I think. Uh, you never know. You never know with the Wildcats. They're either gonna, you know, crush and, and beat a really good team, or they're just gonna play. Um, the way that Tampa Bay played last week, I still think they go on the road and win. But I, I'm a little nervous about this one. I'm gonna say Tampa Bay 23, LA 20. So Vipers going in to the tent cities and trash cans in LA. Yep. Yep. What happens if they get stuck by a heroin needle? Well, what are they gonna do? Oh, what's, what's a snake like on heroin? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I think. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> It's the friend who doesn't want to go to L.A., by the way. Oh, because I wonder why you were elbowing me. That's why I was there, because they were talking about homeless people. I'm not going to tell you. 
I think Taylor Cornelius has got Tampa going in the right direction. Yeah. I think Mark Trestman is not quite the, the quarterback whisperer that we think he is. They got running backs, though. And they got, yeah. they got him a plenty. Uh, the west to east coast, east to west coast uh, time difference might be an issue. But I think Tampa, with their good defense, their good run game, and a, a okay pass game will pull it off. Probably 24 to 20 against the so it looks like we got everything uh, for the picks. Both of us go against the spread on, the, on that one. So we'll see. Play, play unsafe. Yeah. The unders have been hitting more often than the overs, though, right? So yeah. Especially the first two weeks. I don't know. Well, last two weeks. Uh, that was talked about on a few. Now, you said in the group text that season two is confirmed. That is what I heard. Okay. Um, and that is per Oliver Luck, the chairman, CEO, whatever of the XFL, uh, which is exciting. Yes. Because that means there will be a season two of XFL, uh, big gets and big takes. Yes. The number one her listen to podcast. Number one source of XFL news and stats. Thirty one downloads. Oh, thirty one. Oh, I thought thirty. Sorry. Well, it's probably thirty one now. Mm. Why not thirty three? Yeah, and we'll buy it tomorrow. Which means, which means 100,000 views, obviously. 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 Indiana's first and only XFL. Premier source. Yeah, premier source. World best. What else can you say about it? Sponsored. <laughs> sponsored by. Sponsored, the only sponsored XFL. Yeah, sponsored by Bruno's Pizza. If you're ever in the South Bend area... Um, for a Notre Dame game or to see Mayor Pete, mm. swing by and old Pete Bumper. He's not going to be president, so may as well come see him. <laughs> yep. But he'd swing love to fill the number two slot. <laughs> <laughs> That's, uh, All right, uh, we're going to go ahead and sign off, and we'll be back next week. No, no, no. What? You had a hot, you had a hot, uh, a hot segment coming up here. Oh, go ahead. You had your, you had your, uh, your, your women refs tower rankings. Oh yeah, I, I, I was, was kind of just joking around about that, but. Oh no. Uh, we could do it real quick. I, you got to look up all the pictures. I might have that for next yeah, week. Yeah. All right. That'll, yeah. I'm gonna. I'll put all the pictures. Uh, we can do like a tournament or something. We can do names uh, yeah. for pictures or just pictures. <laughs> Yeah, we'll come uh, up with our own names. So all right. Yeah, all right. I mean, like, They're just sweet tits and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, uh, That'll be good. Yeah, we'll be back for that one next week. <laughs> all right. Uh, this uh, has been... XFL Big Gets. Yeah, Big, big Gets. Yeah. And uh, sayonara. Yeah. Is that what Sign you're off. In the uh, Asian sniffle land? <laughs> Ready to strike! Ready to strike! Ready to strike!
Watch when the viper strikes. Watch how the viper strikes. Feel that bite to change your life. Can't be wrong when it feels so right. Now pay that price. You see the truth won't be tainted. We gotta tie up our laces. I hear the crowd see the faces. We can't be less than amazing. No, I will not lose. You cannot walk in these shoes. I pay my dues. I break the rules to get to the top. By any means, we will not stop. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.